Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Geeks and One Noob, where we gather friends of similar interests and maybe not so similar and discuss, joke, learn more about, and generally have fun with geek culture. Today's episode, we are talking about movies that are so bad that they're good. So that is right in my wheelhouse, because I am a shark <laughs> movie lover, and none of those are good. So, Hey, the original Jaws was good. That's fair. That's <laughs> yes. one of the few I actually haven't seen, surprisingly enough. I've seen Sharknado and Deep Blue Sea, but I have not seen Jaws. Like, <laughs> so probably, you, oh, wow. Yeah. That's, ooh, <laughs> even I've seen Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, that's not my, my wheelhouse at all. <laughs> Closest I've gotten to that is the Meg. <laughs> yeah. Jaws is better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd argue that out of the ones I've seen, there's really only one good shark movie, which would be The Shallows. The rest of them are like B-movie at best. <laughs> <laughs> I find it interesting that a lot of B-movies uh, typically revolve around a lot of aquatic or semi-aquatic stuff. So, I mean, we've got like Placid, Deep Blue Sea, Anaconda. Uh, Piranha. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that is very interesting. Oh. Um, I guess it's because it's something that one of, one of two things happens with the more aquatic based stuff. They either take themselves too seriously and it bombs, or they know that they're being ridiculous and it does well with a, cur- a cult following. <laughs> <laughs> then how do you explain tremors? <laughs> That's not really aquatic. Right? It's they're not aquatic, the but they did the, they did both somehow. <laughs> they knew it was gonna bomb, and they still just had fun with it. The, yeah, that's fair. Like they knew it was gonna bomb, but they also like kind of took it semi seriously. And then by the sequel, they're like, "Oh, we know exactly what we're doing with this." <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Another one. A uh, a friend of mine actually introduced me to, and it's just ridiculous. And I can only watch it the one time, but I will always appreciate the one time was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh gosh, it is so I, absurd. I watched that when I was like eleven or twelve, <laughs> <laughs> and I was not much into the horror scene at all, or thriller, or whatever you want to call it, because it's not really horror. But yeah, it freaked me the heck out. <laughs> I think the funniest part of my experience with that movie was that. We were hanging out a group of us for Halloween that year, and right before we started watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the guy that was helping host the event proposed to his girlfriend, who was the main host of the event. <laughs> so it was, A, is a proposal on Halloween, and then we watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space, of all things. <laughs> proposal everyone forgot. <laughs> no, no one forgot the proposal, because that was by far the best part of the night. And then we went into this movie, where we're just sitting there like, why is this happening? And the girl that told us about it, she was like, Killer Clowns? From outer space. (laughs) Anytime someone would ask a question about, like, why are they doing this? Why is that happening? She'd just repeat the title. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call that one a so bad it's good movie, though. Yeah. It's just so bad it's bad. No, that's one that (laughs) you can find. It's so bad it has a following. Right. Okay. No, like, you can have your appreciation for that movie because it's just so cheesy, especially if you just notice, like, I need to turn my brain off for this one. Yep. You can yeah. enjoy that. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. it's sort of like, uh, what, what was it one that uh, was on, uh, one of the early uh, Netflix original, Rubber? Did y'all ever watch that one? No. It is a sentient, uh, it is a sentient tire 
that can blow up people's minds. <laughs> I did hear about that one. That, that sounds super familiar now that you said and that. And the meta narrative behind this is hilarious because the the investigating officer for the entire movie it has this running dialogue and it's this very blatant look at the camera. So here's what I'm thinking. And goes on with this whole premise while this tire is rolling around this desert town wreaking absolute havoc and mayhem. <laughs> okay, so that reminds me of the video that I sent you guys. Of It, it was just a short little video. It was the extremely long... Uh, yeah, ex- oh, what, what was it called? Extremely... The excruci- uh, excruciating mur- uh, murder with the most inefficient weapons and all that? Yes, yeah. So it was just a guy walking around chasing people, like not even chasing, but like walking behind people with a spoon and just <laughs> smacking with, <laughs> smacking him with it. It was like, there is no point to this movie, or this, this video at all. <laughs> but kinda it was hilarious. Sim- kind of similar <laughs> to the fart ninja video. Yes. <laughs> Incredibly slow mur- uh, murder with, uh, with the extremely inefficient weapon. There yeah, we go. There you go. <laughs> and fart kill. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I'd say like some other I don't know that they're necessarily so bad that they're good but I would definitely classify them as B movies as the movies like Underworld and Van Helsing oh yeah they so good it's like I enjoy those <laughs> movies so much and again like that they definitely don't fall into that like so bad they're good but they're definitely more B movies yeah. Um, Th- yeah they're definitely not they're definitely not movies that would make any A-list or anything, but no. like, it's it's enjoyable to to it, to have a cult following, mm. and it's yeah. Oh, I mean, like vampire movies. What's that? Like yeah. the Scorpion King movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, those ones I didn't particularly care for, but I love the Mummy movies. So yeah, <laughs> if you didn't like the Scorpion King movies, then that says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> The forever movie optimist over here. Hey, hey, we found one. (laughs) Technically, we found found six. (laughs) (laughs) It's not wrong, actually. Yeah, I've noticed that that's like the mummy was kind of like a standout for the monster movies with how well it did and how big of a fan base it had. Because when you look at most monster movies, so few of them do well. Yeah. Yeah, We had the Dracula Untold did not do well. It was a fun uh, one. Frankenstein didn't do well. Van Helsing didn't do... Uh, it did better than the others that I mentioned, but it didn't do, like, mummy well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy to me, because I actually really liked um, uh, Dracula Untold. Like, that was one of the best Dracula movies I've I've seen, I thought. I did enjoy that one. I think that... I feel like there was parts of the story that they put in more effort in, and then other parts they just kind of drop the ball on in a big way yeah um, i could see that but like I, I like the the cast for it i thought it was a pretty solid cast and like there were some really cool moments in it for sure but it was definitely one of those it's like it almost took itself too seriously mm-hmm. and that was part of its downfall i think mm, yeah i could see that it was definitely a fun movie but yeah, yeah. i do it, same it thing kind with, of like uh, same thing with van helsing though it's like yeah they they took themselves slightly more seriously than i think they should have but mm-hmm. they also didn't <laughs> so it was like enough to be enjoyable and not yeah go overboard 
Yeah, and I think that was what part of what I enjoyed about like Underworld, for example, is like you could tell that they wanted to take themselves seriously, but then a lot of the cast and crew were just like, "Yeah, no, (laughs) no," (laughs) Uh, they just got had fun with it, and that was what made it so fun. Was just as like, okay, we're trying to like the writers really wanted to be serious, and the cast was like, "No, we're gonna." (laughs) It was basically the the Vampire Matrix movies. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, actually. Yeah. Vampire Matrix meets Romeo Juliet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you could go on and on about these movies, but like the. <laughs> I think one of the most cult classic movies that. Um, of our generation, or maybe even slightly before, was Goonies. Yep. I think Goonies definitely is very much on that top list of like mm-hmm. it ha- it wasn't amazing uh, like an amazing movie but it had such a following that it just it just went super popular. Yeah. yeah. Like I haven't actually seen that one so I'd have to kind of defer to you guys on that one but I remember um this like I had a couple different previous coworkers that would tell me, they're like, oh, you have to see it. And I'm like, okay, why? And they just kind of stood there frozen. And it was like, if you can't even tell me why I need to see it, <laughs> yep. why, like, why would I watch it? That is how a lot of, a lot of, a lot of my youth, uh, <laughs> my youth leaders growing up, that's how, that's how they were with it. Oh, no, 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 dude, you gotta see, you gotta see the goodies. You gotta see, uh, um, uh, Breakfast Club. You gotta see, and they list off all these 80s cult classics. Why? Yeah. Mm. Well, you wouldn't understand the whole joke of $2. It's better off dead. Fun movie. Bad movie. Fun movie. I don't need to understand the joke. Yeah. I don't have to see the movie to understand the joke. Right. That's kind of like, I've learned from that with people that are just like, can't even tell me why to watch these like, so bad they're good type movies. And when I tell someone to watch <laughs> one, they're like, okay, well, like, why should I watch it? And be like, okay, be prepared because it is not great by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> yeah. But if you like sharks and you like ridiculous people doing ridiculous things, maybe check out Deep Blue Sea. But... Did you like Evil Dead where someone adopts a, ha- uh, adopts a chainsaw for a hand? You're going to love Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Sharknado 3? Sharknado 17? No, they stopped it, They stopped at 7. Please they don't knew, ask me how you, I know. You that. made my point. They knew that <laughs> they knew their audience was waning. It's like, bro, another one? Come on. <laughs> and all the sci- uh, the sci-fi channel executives, come on guys, we can't we can't do everything with uh, with Battlestar Galactica and Stargate. All right, come on. <laughs> Chill. I think the funny thing with like the Deep Blue Sea movies, it's like most people don't realize that there's three because the other two are kind of those like straight to DVD type movies. Yeah. <laughs> the first yeah. one, like they try to take it seriously and it's actually funny. Like in the first one, a bit of a spoiler alert, but it's also like a 30 something year old movie. So get over it was in first deep blue sea. <laughs> they originally wanted to have the doctor survive. But when they took it to the test audiences, everyone was like, no, she sucks. She's terrible. Kill her. And they're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's what they did. And then, like, the second one, they, like, tried to do the... They started off with a very similar princess, where they, uh, uh, a, very, a very similar um, concept, in that they, like, had the shark that they had been doing the experiments on, but then they decided, we're going to do the experiment on a pregnant shark <clears throat> so that the baby will get all of the nutrients that we're trying to get put into her brain. And it'll automatically oh, be passed down. 
And then like the baby shark comes out and it's swimming around making these weird squeaking noises like a piranha. And it's just like, what the heck is this? That's not a shark. <laughs> this sounds like the, uh, the whole premise for Maneater. Pretty, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, so it's like this one shark had this like swarm of babies that was that were swimming around and eating people like piranha, and then like this explosion goes off, and somehow only th- like three of that swarm survives, even though the explosion went off in the middle of the swarm. Go figure. <laughs> and those three like attack this coral reef, and the third movie, which was equally absurd and ridiculous, it was just like, okay, you guys know exactly what you're doing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the things that that marks a a so bad it's good movie is when the sequel has totally different actors, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for the same characters. And that yep. well, it wasn't like that was the funny thing about Deep Blue Sea was it was like an entirely different set of characters for each movie. So yeah. it's like okay, you couldn't even like write in the previous <laughs> characters. You just said no, just make up names, have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Or another another good indicator, Steven Seagal's in it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there are just certain actors where even if, even though they've had a handful of hit films, they're known for it. Yeah, yeah. Like Betty White outside of TV. Let's face it, she's a B movie actress. Was yeah. <laughs> Although she's been in some good ones that that made pretty good uh, box office. True, at least. But she's not exactly known for those. No, <laughs> that's true. That's that's kind of my point. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about like the deep the first Deep Blue Sea is it actually has some fairly solid cast. Like it's got Samuel L. Jackson went back like at the beginning of his career, um, and Speaking then of uh, Stalin Skarsgård. <laughs> oh wow! Really? Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. So, like, there's actually a handful of, like, pretty well-known actors in that one. And it's just, like, you, you were in that? <laughs> and LL Cool J, but I don't know that he's necessarily ever picked a good role. He's not an A-list uh, actor. No. No. <laughs> he was fun in SWAT, but outside Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's I forgot true. was in that. That's, yep. That was a good movie, though. It was. Col- uh, Colin uh, Farrell? Yeah. 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 And, um... Shoot, uh, she was in the Fast and Furious movies. I'm forgetting her name now. <laughs> she played Letty in, Fa- in all of oh, them. Oh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez, thank you. Yep. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson was in that one too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he was. Speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, though, if we're talking about B movies and Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> gotta say Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. <laughs> that one is. Thankfully, just... I've never seen that one. <laughs> I think well stated. Well stated. I think my favorite part about that movie was the TV edit. Why are these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) So going a little bit off the topic, uh, but one of the new movie movies coming out with Samuel L. Jackson in it. He's a he's playing a voice in. uh, uh, It's a animated movie called Pause. Super uh, Pets? Oh, it, <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's not Super Pets. It's it's a totally different one about like kung fu, um, or like uh, becoming oh, a samurai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I re- yeah, I saw that trailer and it. Yeah, that's right. I have uh, no clue can... what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. We actually but it's like saw pa- it at pause the up or something. Doc, uh, the Doctor Strange showing. It was one of the trailers before that, 
He's like a cat. Uh, Paws of Fury. Paws of Fury. Yeah. That's right. Okay. He's a cat teaching another cat martial arts. Yeah. So okay. it looks like they kind of like combining minions and kung fu panda. Yeah, kind of. Yep. <laughs> but it just made me laugh because the way you said that was because it's an animated film, so they they can't have any swear words. So he's like <laughs> this uh, mother father. <laughs> uh, oh, what, what was it? Uh, he said something really funny. I can't remember it anymore, but it was just along that same line. It was just really was it, funny, was it but... quoting his, his hit children's book? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I... I had that in my head as well. So I'm not... <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, back to the topic. Sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to really go off. Topic I mean that, that much, movie but... may very well fall in that category. It probably will, <laughs> most likely will. <laughs> I, I will say though, that it, another fun aspect of B movies, at least to me, is movies that are only B movies because they weren't well recognized at their time or they didn't do, do well in the box office. They introduce you to great to up, up and coming directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for example. Uh, another series that will probably make it to this list is Pie Kids. The guy oh, who directed yeah. those, Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. got his start with um, uh, Mariachi Desperado and um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, on its in its own right, deserves to be on this list. <laughs> <laughs> Desperado, yeah, somewhat. But El Mariachi, he and he and somebody's won uh, won the lottery. Used all of the winnings to make this that movie, and they got back I think almost ten times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that they're basically making their own cinematic universe of movies done by him, and it's like they oh, shouldn't yeah. be connected, but somehow they are. <laughs> you know how they're connected? Uncle Machete. I was just about to say Machete. Uncle machete. Yep. So. Wait, does that mean the Mandalorian is part of his movie universe? Now? <laughs> Why not? I mean, he directed that episode, so yeah. He did, yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I mean, the Spy Kids in in and of itself, though. Those oh, movies, yeah. like, they're fun movies. Yeah. They're definitely oh. in that like don't hold up well over time category. No, no. The CGI was terrible. Like the, Especially the thumb thumbs. The thumb yep. thumbs were ridiculous. Like the cast was like hilarious. Yeah. And like I don't like out of the kid actors, none of them are still around. Actually acting that much. Alexa Vega yeah. still is. Yep. She's yeah. in Hallmark. Oh. That's not a step up. I'm sorry. I'm that's married, a step dude. Down. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually all the justification you need for that. <laughs> I didn't say he couldn't watch those. I just said that's not a step up. Yeah, definitely on those B movies. Um, no, no, no. Don't insult B movies, please. <laughs> that's but I, but Alexa Vega. I mean, she's still a good actress mm-hmm. in those movies. I'm not saying I love the movies, but <laughs> she <laughs> kind of got saddled with the like bit of typecasting from those movies, and like, yeah, yeah. While she could have done something more after those, she just was not in a good spot. So. Yeah. yeah, I think I, it, well for most oh. child actors, I think that's probably a better route to go. Honestly, yeah, definitely. I look well. 
It makes I, them not go crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you get most of the Disney kids, where just proved my point there. Um, <laughs> and then you get folks like, um, oh, what's his name from um, from Sixth Sense, Secondhand Lions. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. Um, oh wow, why are we great actor blanking on names right now? Sorry, bud, if you're listening. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> great actor. But, I mean, he kind of stepped away from the limelight, and then he came back briefly, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'm done. I, I did what I wanted to do. It was fun. I'm out. Yeah. And that tends to be the case, though. It's like you either, like, stay in it as a child actor and go down the path, or you venture away from it, and you may come back, or you may just, like, get your life together. Sorry, I just <laughs> Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. There yep. you go. And, and I'm sorry. Two things came to mind while you were saying that, Kayla. One was... Uh, you either One, die, yeah. die a hero or live long enough <laughs> to see yourself become the villain. villain. And then the other one was, then where does um, where does Macaulay Culkin sit, fit in there? Well, he's not acting anymore. Well, uh, yeah, kind he, of. Not he? much. Um, if he's doing it, it's usually a very satirical role. Oh, okay. Like like his role in, uh, he was Charles Wallace in, um, um, ah, help me out here. Seven, uh, seven evil exes. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, oh, yeah. That was his brother. No, that was him. Uh, that was Macaulay Culkin. Fun fact, Haley Joel uh, Osman was also the voice of Sora in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Macaulay Culkin. I'm but looking it up right looking now. At, but <laughs> we, if we're talking about So Bad It's Good movies, we have to mention The Room. <laughs> Because that movie oh, has such a cult. I haven't actually seen it, but it has such a cult following <laughs> that they made another movie talking about that movie. <laughs> so it was Kieran Culkin. <laughs> Fine, sorry. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. <laughs> like that Yo. movie is known for being so bad that people watch it just to be like, okay, how many things went wrong? <laughs> the The Room, you said? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw that one. It's it, it is You're ton- yeah. You are better off. It's <laughs> it was written, directed, and I think somehow funded by Tommy Wiseau, and that is basically all he is known for. <laughs> and his it, like the acting was just horrendous throughout. <laughs> like like yeah, and his his accent made one scene in particular. A long-standing meme that means absolutely nothing. Yep. <laughs> um, and it's funny. You look at the guy, and you, you'd think he's uh, basically trying to look like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Okay. <laughs> that is a sadly accurate... Yeah. I will yeah. say, <laughs> when they did the movie talking about that movie, Franco was probably the best casting yes. choice for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Some other movies. This one's going to be a bit of a blast from the past, from our childhoods, Dan, was the Ninja Turtles movies. Oh, <laughs> yes. I finally introduced David to it uh, yep. a couple weeks ago, and he loved it. That's why I, I said I, I blast from it. our past. Yes. It's David's presence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Though I will say that there was one scene in particular that was absolutely jarring in that. They're in the house out in, out in like, is it in the Catskills? Well, it's out in the boonies, yeah, okay, somewhere. Whatever. It, it's outside of New York City. They're in in the little country house, little ranch style house, whatever. Yep. April's family's house. Yeah, yes. that one. And April and was it Leonardo come up to the bathroom because one of the guys, uh, one of the other turtles, wakes up from his uh, from Raphael his was yeah yeah Raphael got a 
big old beating. Yeah. Yeah. Raphael wakes up in the bathroom. And again, sorry if I'm confusing the turtles here. Whoever the actor was opens his mouth so wide that you can see not only the inside of the costume, but you can see <laughs> his pearly whites in the mouth of the turtle. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> it, that that That's, snippet yeah. was just so jarring. That's the problem with watching these old movies on bigger, better screens is you Things can like see all the details out. that yeah. should not be there. Because yeah. everything back then was so dark and, and gritty yeah. that you couldn't see them. So it's just like... <laughs> Like right. those movies were so much fun when we were kids, but <sighs> going back, I tried to rewatch the first one recently, and I cringed so hard. <laughs> I was like, I got maybe fifteen See, minutes in. I was like, I can't. I just cannot finish this. It's this is such so bad. a it's such a nostalgic movie for me, though. Like I can watch it anytime and still love it <laughs> because like the fighting in it is actually not bad. Like even in those suits, it's just that whole Ninja Turtle dance off in the end of the first one. <laughs> Ninja. <laughs> and the introduction to the uh, all-famous line, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have always liked Kawabunga. <laughs> I made a funny... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also reminds me of, uh, that, that line in particular reminded me of Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why it, it reminds me of that. Me neither, because I have never seen it. So I've only seen <laughs> snippets of the first one. Yeah. See, I wanted to go back and watch those because of the new one that came out. Because it, I thought it looked kind of funny, but I it's wasn't. Keanu sure. Reeves. Let's be honest. We're probably gonna watch it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We're all probably gonna watch it at some point. That's fair. <laughs> That's it. Two geeks, one new movie night. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that what we normally do anyway? (laughs) Movies or games, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Another one that I have to throw out from our past was The Three Ninjas. Oh, yeah. Those movies were fun movies when we were kids. Here's... It was One Chris of, Farley, wasn't it? No no, 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 no. What am I thinking of? That's that's uh, Beverly, Hills Beverly Hills Ninja. Ninja. Yeah. Oh, okay. Three ninjas were these three kids, Rocky. Colt and Tum Tum, that were taught by their grandfather, who kind of looks like Mr. Miyagi. Um, <laughs> uh, they were taught uh, karate, karate, and they fought like this big bad uh, corporate boss guy who well, also knew several. karate. And oh. they like they they had the corporate boss guy. They had the one where like some like. A small step up above Marv and Harry from Home Alone. Yes, broke into their house and they were like fighting them off and defending them. There was the uh, my favorite of them was the one where they went to Japan and they actually like got to fight and train with actual quote unquote ninjas oh, in Japan. Yeah. Is it's absurd well, and ridiculous? You didn't and I like the uh, the um, the, the amusement park, park one, one? Bad. If you're relying on Hulk Hogan as one of your key actors, you're in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. What are you talking about, brother? (laughs) (laughs) That one was very terrible. That one was easily the worst of them. Very much so. It was was not good. First one was the first nostalgically great. (laughs) The one with the the robbers breaking into the house, that one's a fun one just because it was so entertaining. It was like taking home alone and just ramping it up with the actual like karate and stuff. Yeah. The Japan one is is ridiculous. 
ridiculously cheesy, but yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> like that one's. I'm gonna have favorite. to go back and watch that one because I don't know if I've actually ever seen that it. That one's my personal favorite of the three Ninja yeah. movies. Yeah, I think again, it's one of those things where once they got rid of the original actors, I was like, because yeah. mm, I love those actors so That's much fair. in that movie. So it was a little hard for me to it, go. It was ridiculous. That, it's like you know, it's bad when they take a movie like Three Ninjas and try to add a semi love story into it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was a little bit of a, a love story in in the first one. And like Rocky that was, loves Emily. Rocky this one, they like Emily. tried to really focus on it for this one. It was really? kind of it was, bad. was it still Emily at least? No, it was this chick. And well, I don't even know if it was Rocky. I can't. It's been a oh, okay. long time since I watched it. But one of them started to fall for a girl in Japan. One Got of the it. ninjas that kicked his butt. <laughs> so they copied uh, uh, Karate Kid as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like those yeah. movies are incredibly cheesy, but they definitely have that nostalgic thing for me. Like yeah, yeah. I did grow up watching Ninja Turtles like you, but the three ninjas definitely hit a little closer to home for me. Yeah. <laughs> and what about fun? What about the stuff that leans more towards the action side of things? So like a uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Skip from New York. I honestly have never seen those. Um, me neither. Actually. Really? Yeah. I've heard of I've heard of the first one. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Pliskin is the main character in uh, the, the escape, escape from New York, Escape from L.A. I want to say there was a third, and I can't remember what it was. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. No, those, those I don't really know. Okay. <laughs> they were mind. so bad, I never saw. <laughs> <laughs> or your parents had taste. <laughs> or that, yeah. <laughs> Park in all those dust. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Yeah. Or uh, what about Lost Boys? Again, I've never seen that really? one. Really? I haven't yeah. either. Oh, God. Okay. Kiefer, well, Su- Kiefer yeah. Sutherland is a is the head of a vampire a group of vampires in I want I want to say it's California. Anyway, it's some coastal city. Um, but the the whole last half of the film, I mean, the first half is cheesy. Cheesy as I'll get out anyway. But the last half of the film, they introduced these characters, uh, the Frog Brothers. In fact, they made sequels that focus on the on these brothers later on in life, mm-hmm. and they're basically the same storyline for them. Basically, they they peaked and somehow sustained it during the time frame of the first movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, like there's this line that everyone who was telling me I need to watch that movie. I finally sit down and watch it. I think they timed it because they almost all text me right around the same time the line is being uttered. Death by stereo. <laughs> <laughs> they all texted you at the same time? They all texted me around the same time, and it's like right as that line is being said, like within <laughs> three minutes. Bear in mind, when I first watched this, this was we didn't have smart- smartphones yet. Mm. This was still T9. Like, they had planned this. Right. <laughs> They knew what they, they knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Gone are the days of when movie, or when people watched movies to know exactly when things were coming up. Right? right. <laughs> yeah. Although, I think there, have, there are people that still do it. You but. <laughs> uh, mentioning the vampire cheesy movies made me think of the Blade movies. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. the first one was fun. First one was good. I will actually say that the first one was good. The second one took a cheesy. hard left into cheesy. The third one was funny because of Ryan Reynolds. 
the and that is the one, only reason like, the third one should exist. The third one, they leaned <laughs> into the cheese and then brought in Ryan Reynolds for his comedy. <laughs> yeah. Which almost brought it out of the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though the... Uh, it was Gouda cheese, at least. It, it was another movie oh. that relied on a wrestler for one of the key characters. It's just like, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, it, those don't typically work I would say, especially back then, it was, it was very difficult to get those... The yeah. wrestler actors to do yeah. anything good, but well, back then they also like didn't try to get the wrestling actors to do as much acting, and it was just like, okay, do some of your key moves so we can advertise your thing while doing our thing. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> watching Triple H do some of his wrestling moves. I'm like, okay, some of those would definitely hurt others. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> this is a trained fighter. That's not gonna do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Walk in looking pretty, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> see now you're talking about trained fighters, and all I can think of is the the '90s Bond movies. Mm. Like these, I'm not going to say that the early Bond films were great for their choreography or anything, but they at least had a storyline that was at least enjoyable. Yeah, but then we had stuff like uh, GoldenEye, which great game. Iconic because of the game, at least for our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, Die another day. What, what were some of the others that came out? Tomorrow during? never dies. Tomorrow never dies. All yeah, all the nineties, yeah. all uh, the nineties Bond movies, Pierce Brosnan ones. Yes, were very cheesy. <laughs> I mean, all the gadgets were. That was one of my favorite parts about the Bond movies. The nineties Bond <laughs> movies was the gadgets. Yep, mm-hmm. but they were all very cheesy. <laughs> Very and, oh, and all the like the the villains and stuff with their yeah. quirks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm thinking one in particular from Goldeneye. Um, yeah. <laughs> was it the 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 Jaw one or the... no? Not Jaws. Jaws has actually been in the series for a long time. Oh, I thought he was one of the. Nope. Which what are you thinking of then? I'm thinking of the uh, the Russian assassin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Okay. She was very. Profi- not- she was. She was very proficient at her job. Okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another one that I have to, I have to throw out there, and I know neither of you have seen it, but a friend of ours is going to kill me if I don't mention it. Is Surf Ninjas. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Surf Ninjas was one of those movies that was like, it was so cheesy, it was good. Like, it was very 80s, very much like like surf and just like, <laughs> like the surfer dudes that find out that they're like descended from these um like powerful ninja things. And I don't know. I don't know exactly how to explain it, but <laughs> it was just like the, one of the best parts about it was Rob Schneider. Rob <laughs> Schneider was in it and he, he thought you could have just led with Rob Schneider. <laughs> yep. But like his character, he was in it and he was just like, okay, like all his friends were finding out that they were either really good at, at, Kung Fu or karate or whatever it is. And the, and the little brother was his video game. He could um, control things that happened through his video game. But Rob Schneider's character, he was like, he wanted to be a part of it. So he was like, 
well, what if I did this? And something happened that he said would happen. And he's like, oh, I have powers. All I got to do is say, what if? <laughs> and later on, he's like, what if I didn't have my powers? Oh, no. <laughs> what if I found my powers? What if I found my powers? <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> oh, God. It just makes me think of Sean Austin's character in uh, 41st Dates. Mm, yes. <laughs> F- 51st Dates. 51st Dates. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is another one that's... that's Actually, uh, I wouldn't say it's too or so bad. It's good. right. I actually really like that. That, w- that was an enjoyable one. It w- it's very much a selective audience. Yeah, but yeah, Sean Astin was <laughs> really funny in that one. <laughs> yep. Hey, trying to the list. A few others. It's just too funny. Oh, it's better off dead. It was a phenomenal movie. I don't know that one. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um. Shoot. It was John Cusack. He's really the only actor in that I can remember. At least off the top of my head. Yeah. Absolutely hmm. hilarious movie. Highly recommend it. <laughs> okay. Well, what is it called again? It's Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Very much not kosher. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's kind of the case with most movies from that time period. Valid point. <laughs> uh, going back to our um, our supernatural ones, one we forgot to mention was uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ah, uh, yes. Good old Sean and Connery. Connery. <laughs> <laughs> That's another Alan one I have Coleman. not seen. You haven't I've seen that? You haven't seen it? I've heard it's really entertaining, but yeah. Entertaining, was... yes. Good, far from. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you like those movies where it's just like the, like random kind of powers, like invisible, the Invisible Man, and like, um, like Sean Connery's character is just Alan really Quartermain. good shot, yeah, and like, stuff like that. So well, I mean, they're all based in other lore, yeah, and then they just yeah, they kind of mashed it up, yeah, yeah, because yeah. wasn't um, you have the Nautilus um and Captain Nemo mm-hmm. in it, Captain yeah. Nemo. Um, Harkness's um, fiance, who becomes the first bride of Dracula. Uh, yep. And then Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray, yeah. yeah. That's the one I was just about to say. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. Then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> another, another interesting trend because that, that was fairly recent. And that was during this trend of monster movies coming out. Like we had Van Helsing, which enjoyable, not good. Um, what were some okay. that came out during that time? I don't. I would say that I enjoyed it. I liked it. I would say it's good for my taste yeah. and my humor. <laughs> I will say that was definitely the best of all of them during that time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I will say the one thing that makes it on the bad list for me, and this goes for most vampire werewolf movies is the werewolves. I hate the design of yep. of the werewolves because they're just like the bipedal thing. I don't like it. For some reason, that's just, that does not make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's actually something that they use in a lot of yep. like stuff when referring to lichens. They've always yeah, gone no, with, I know. Yeah, like two-legged. I know, and I just don't like it. Like even Harry Potter, when... Um, 
Sirius Black. Sirius or... Uh, not no, Sirius. not Sirius. Um, uh, Lupin. Lupin. When he turns into the werewolf, it was just like, that's not a werewolf to me. Like, Wolfman yeah. is bipedal. Who was a werewolf? Well, he, think... he was a werewolf. Yeah, no, no, he's a werewolf. <laughs> but he, it was a very different kind of werewolf. Like, that, that version of it is totally fine to me. Like, Teen Wolf. That's another so bad it's good movie. <laughs> and then, like, the... Like the way they do, the, like the fur and everything, that's totally fine to me. Oh, but like the weird, monstrous, like, like bones breaking. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a slight and, difference between know. like werewolf and lichen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they're not directly connected. And if we look at like Van Helsing, where this like they were definitely more on the werewolf side of things, and they like they could stand on just two legs, but they were when they were running and stuff. Yeah, it was all four. And then we look at like. Underworld, for example, and they were more of like a humanoid lichen type thing yeah. that could barely had any fur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, look, they look like werewolves with mange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which Considering I understand. The circumstances, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, I, I totally understand that side of it where like there's it's a curse, you know, it's very it's supposed to be like a disease almost. So yeah. I totally get that. It's just I prefer like more so of a wolf look to it, you know. Just thought of another one. <laughs> Vampire movie with um, Willem Dafoe. Daybreakers. Oh. <laughs> I think I have seen that one. Actually. That was actually almost good. That almost beat the threshold. And I think it's just because they, they took the entire concept and flipped it on its head. Mm-hmm. Where if, if you weren't a vampire, you, you were the anomaly at that point. Yeah. Where the entire world is taken over by vampires at this point. Yep. But now you have others who have somehow found a way to revert to be human. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember if that's the one I saw. Had um, um, Sam Neill, Ethan Hawke, Willem yep. Dafoe. That was okay. actually a pretty fun one. Yeah, I think I have seen that one. Didn't it end in like a, a silo uh, or something? I want to say the final fight is in a silo, but... The, the ending scene is literally them driving off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> or, sorry, driving into the sunrise. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yes, yeah. I have seen it, definitely. I yeah. actually saw it not too long ago. That was a fun one. Though, I will say that there seems to be another trend going on, or at least there was the start of a trend, where we saw some of these uh, very, very cheesy action films coming out that were remakes of foreign films. Hmm. Like, um, Cold Pursuit with Liam Neeson was a remake of a Finnish film. Okay. Finnish or Sweden? Or Swedish. Um, anyway, the, I'm not going to get into the debate of which one's better, but it was very much one of those things where, like, no matter which one you watch, you're looking at this like, what were y'all on when y'all wrote this? And thank you for <laughs> actually taking it further than just writing it, because this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I have noticed a, a very big trend of really just bad movies coming out lately. Like, anything Bruce Willis has been in lately has just yeah. been terrible. <laughs> and yeah. these aren't even movies that you can say they're bad, so bad they're good. Yeah. It's just so bad. Well, I mean, Fifth <laughs> Element was one, another one of those movies that was so bad it was good. Yes! Yeah, I will say that <laughs> one was good. I'm more talking like the, the more recent Bruce Willis oh. movies. Yeah. Are just terrible. 
like the ones after the uh, the Die Hard remake. Yeah, uh, re- yeah. I mean that may very Sequels. well be why he retired. <laughs> that, I'm yeah. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so many so many movies that are just. <laughs> Oy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, thankfully we we get movies like this where the the, the most redeemable thing you can say about it is <laughs> I'm gonna get this and force someone else to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing too is like when you look at movies and how they were like received at the time versus the ones that do have the following now. Like, there's a lot of movies that are like considered high budget that might actually be viewed as a B movie and some by some people like even look at like the prequel series for Star Wars for example. Like, yeah. We grew up with that so we loved it. But the Star Wars fans that grew up with the original trilogy were like, oh this is terrible. I don't like this. I don't like that. And, and then yep. we're sitting there like this is great. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> Lightsaber fights are awesome. Controversy <laughs> <Lottery>, man. <laughs> and of course we feel the same way well anyone with a half brain feels the same way about the sequel trilogy. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's a lot of kids that like the sequel trilogy. So like I guess that's kind of how it is too. It's like we look at <laughs> movies like Deep Blue Sea and Scorpion King and stuff like that and it's like we don't enjoy them, but we're also old and cranky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> I was going to say I guess I have less than half a brain. <laughs> okay, sorry Dan. <laughs> We love you anyway. <laughs> you are the movie optimist yes. out of the three of us. Yep. David was the movie pessimist. I'm starting to take over that role a bit. <laughs> no, he's the critic. Critic, not pessimist. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, uh, if only I can find the, uh, find the, uh, the accounts for my pen name. <laughs> and go back to it. <laughs> Please don't. For, <laughs> yeah. For my own sanity, I won't. <laughs> For our, <laughs> for our sanity. <laughs> yeah. Though I, though I will say, the last movie I remember writing a review for was Upgrade. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I was a little scared there. I thought you were going to say Up. No. I was like, no, up was, up was do not ruin Up for me. Dude, no. Up was phenomenal. <laughs> this is coming from me. <laughs> up was amazing. Yes. Um, See, like, you still listen to his take on movies and, like, put some real, like, validity into it. I'm just a salty SOB, and so I hear his take, I'm like, don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll listen to you and be like, I can see how you could see that. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, U- Upgrade is one of those where... It was almost like they were trying to make that movie that in future generations they will think, oh, this was great. But they knew it was going to bomb. Yeah. And it was just... They were trying to make a cult classic. <laughs> Almost. Like, uh, plot holes so big you could drive a semi-truck through them. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was absolutely like, horrible. Did, like, movies like that, they need to learn. When you, you take yourself that seriously, and when you have, at best, a B script, <laughs> you're not going to do well. At the very B script best. or B concept? <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> All right. So, kind of just to finish this off a little bit. <laughs> this is gonna be one that was a very big cult classic when we were when we were growing up that everyone loved. I liked it when I watched it with someone who could appreciate it. Napoleon Dynamite. 
<laughs> yes. Okay. I can get behind that one. <laughs> I have like I can't watch it now and like enjoy it. Exactly. But at the time, back in the day, I just enjoyed it so much. I remember <laughs> watching it with Justin back in high school. And like we were just sitting there cracking up, his dad's cracking up, and his mom is just sitting there like, "I hate all of you. Why are we watching this? This is awful." <laughs> so, yeah. see, I watched it for the first time with uh, a girl that I actually liked at the time, and she loved it, and she was like, "You have to watch this." And so I went over to her house with a couple other people, and she was like, "Let's watch this." And it was it was funny, like it was really funny to watch their reactions and like get my own reactions from that. But as soon as I tried to watch it by myself, it was just like, oh my it's gosh, this is terrible. It's definitely have to watch in a <laughs> yes. group setting because either you're laughing at it or other people are laughing at it, which make you laugh. And it's definitely a group movie. You yes. cannot watch that by yourself. I will full-heartedly agree with that. And I will full-heartedly say it is quotable. My mom hated that movie because her name is Tina. And so, Tina, come get your food. <laughs> she was, it took maybe 24 hours before she was ready to smack me for that. <laughs> Gotta say, my favorite scene from that movie has to be the, uh, the cow on the school bus. Mm. <laughs> See, my favorite scene is, it's so simple, it's just, give me your tots. <laughs> Trying to become a cage fighter, <laughs> <laughs> or or the part where uh, he's like, I've been I've been up all night talking to uh, talking to babes online. <laughs> Uncle Rico, oh gosh, <laughs> like that's definitely like I've got some fun memories of that movie because of watching it with friends. But I'm 100% with you that it's like watching it now, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. What was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I will say there, there were two funny moments from see, my first time seeing that. So I went to go see it with the whole family, so all four of us are there. Oh, two yeah. rows behind us, we have some family friends. And the row in front of us, we have some family friends. Completely unplanned. <laughs> the family in front of us, their dad is rolling the whole time. <laughs> We ask, what was it about this that you found so funny? He says, that was me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and the other, the other dad, two rows behind us, walks out scowling, okay, why didn't you like it? That was me in high school? <laughs> no, no. He's like, I can relate too much to Uncle Rico. <laughs> at at oh, least he man. was self-aware enough to admit yeah. it. Oh my gosh. But no, this guy actually did have some things to his name that, aside from stuff he did in high school. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, guys, I think that'll about do it for this episode. What a Uh, movie to end it on. I know, right? (laughs) I had to mention it. It was too. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't think about it sooner. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, man. Ah. Oh, man. If you guys listening at home can think of any other cheesy movies, please, please, please leave a comment down below and just make us laugh. Make yourself laugh (laughs) (laughs) at how many bad movies you really like. (laughs) And have a good one.